1: I'm a little
2: torn here, city limits. Why's that? Well, we have two good topics. We have the Sid thing with Rossi, and then we have the quarterbacks. Why don't we do the quarterbacks top of the hour? This whole Sid uh, interview with Rossi is very, very interesting to me because I've been operating... Under sort of not the assumption, but with the idea that, listen, if you're going to, you can't launch a massive rebuild here because then you risk losing Crosby. And that's the number one thing that has to happen. You know, under normal circumstances, I would say, you know, move on and let's go here. Let's get to the next era at some point, you know, a massive rebuild, maybe even soon. But this is Sidney Crosby. Right? And you want him here forever. That's important. That's really important to people. But what Rossi drew from his remarks, and what I think you almost have to at least think about, knowing that sometimes what an athlete puts out in public isn't everything he's thinking privately, that he might be okay with that. Like this organization has given him the coach he clearly wants and doubled down and tripled down on him, on Sully, and then, when it didn't have to, it re signed his compatriots, you know, his longtime closest teammates, Chris Letang and Geno. So you, they, you can't say they haven't done very right by him. But you also can't say they need to make every move doing what they think Sid would want or what he tells them he wants, whatever. You know, if they ask him, and I'm sure they do on big moves. The idea that he would be okay, possibly with a rebuild. That's kind of news to me. That creates a whole world of possibilities here. You know, it's kind of like Taves and Kane staying through most of what the Blackhawks were trying to do. They eventually, you know, moved on from Kane. But it kind of reminds me of that you know and how long and then I start thinking how long would it take and I heard Rossi talking about this too like the sooner you start the sooner you get to where you want to go right?
3: right right and i mean we just don't see that at all from athletes anymore like it used to be a legacy type of thing it still is for a lot of people Crosby it seems to be the case same thing with Ovechkin who else other than other than those two in terms of stars right now and a lot of guys still have like McDavid and Austin Matthews have a lot of time left and a lot of ways that their career can unfold and shape. But Taves, Kane, uh, and others, I mean, think about what Patrick Marlowe, all the years with the Sharks and the time that he spent away from them. It does not happen very much at all. And Sidney Crosby seems content that no matter what happens, he's won his Cups. If they win again, great, fantastic. Well, that's what Rossi said, right? But it's all right. He's it's just okay.
2: Yeah, it's that's, okay. What, that's what Rossi said that that's the vibe that he gets from Sid. So what does that mean with Gensel then? To me it means you can trade him and you're not going to get on Sid's wrong side here. That's what it sounds like anyway. 412-928-9370. And clearly, you know, the 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 attempt to bring in 30 somethings and keep winning that way just isn't working. You know what could what could Gensel bring you? A really good prospect and a first-round pick, maybe? Might that be a nice little way to get things jump-started? Then you start talking about maybe trading some other veterans. I mean, obviously, it's going to be Sid, Gino, and Letang. That's what Sid wants, no matter what. So you got to get creative and figure out another way to do it, even if it's going to be a soft rebuild. I think in some ways people will be excited about that. It beats this, doesn't it? Yeah, just this middle of the pack purgatory like spot. The pens are in purgatory is a good idea for it. And a good word for it. And I don't think anybody would begrudge Sid if he wanted to leave, if they, if they launched that kind of rebuild, not a single person I don't think would like go out and win it. But as Rossi stated, he's won, he's won three cups. Like what else, what else does he he, really, does he, this isn't Ray Bork. He doesn't need to go out and chase the cup that he doesn't have. He's got three of those babies. Let's hear more from Rossi with the PM guys yesterday. Does the computer work yet?
4: I think they should. Uh, I don't think they will. Um, I think that. Wow. The combination trading of people, Gensel, he's talking about uh, having this, you know, injury that's going to prevent him from playing through the um, trade deadline. And also, so so look, teams aren't going to get a chance to see him um, before that. Uh, you don't know what he's going to come back like. He has a he's a list of twelve teams that which he can sort of decline a trade to, which probably you know certainly limits the Penguins' and options. He made and that then list at that before point, the
3: season, right? Just so people know that. that yes, you're yes.
4: Yeah, so so the way those lists work is you hand that list in and before the season. Um, now
5: you probably put bad there teams can't on be, there you would think.
4: Yes. Well, you yeah, often you put teams where you don't want to go. You know, if it's a city you just don't want to go. I mean, uh, despite Connor McDavid, Edmonton ends up on a team a lot of players' list because they don't want to spend time in Edmonton. Um, Winnipeg, the same way. Um, so, look, I I I don't, I wouldn't say it's, you know, as strong as 80-20 that they're not going to trade them, but I think it's more 70-30 right now that they won't. Uh, we got a little bit of time left.
2: A little bit, maybe, but not a lot. Not a lot at this point. And the other thing is, the other very real possibility, which might actually be the smartest thing to do, is trade Gensel for assets that you really don't have any other way of getting, and you certainly don't have your own. Like I said yesterday, City Limits is Vinnie Honestrosa, whatever the hell his name is. I think I'd rather have Vinny Ricci. on this <laughs> team right now. Wouldn't you?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's just
2: kind of stale. Nobody, Pustin had a good game last night, th- but, but, but you know, th- th- there's nothing coming through the system, literally nothing, and nothing to get excited about, except maybe the goalie, uh, Bloomquist, might be a very, very interesting player for them and might put Kyle Dubas in position where I'll tell you a guy that they could get some assets for, and that's Tristan Jari. Or you go the other way and trade Nadalkovich. Hmm whose name I can never say right on the first try. But what about Jari? What if Kyle Dubas was playing chess and not checkers? It's a big contract. And sign, it's not that big, though. It's pretty big, but it's not a cap crippler. You know what I mean? It's not some ridiculously bloated contract. You have a chance to get pretty good goaltending from a relatively young guy for a long time if you pick up Tristan Jari. He's having a pretty good year.
1: When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more. Game time. Let's go.
4: Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms, and the restrictions may apply. Analysis
3: by Eucalypt, speed test, intelligence data, fixed median download speeds, USQ3 2023.
2: So that would be an interesting move, but you could always bring back Gensel was my original point. Get some assets, and then if he really wants to play with Sid and come back and be part of it, bring him back. Try to get rid of other guys, other contracts. Ryan Graves certainly comes to mind. Wow. Has that fallen apart? Anyway, let's get to the general. It's time for Starkey's card of the week. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 Peters Township. Celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. You can listen to this show every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's card of the week from the Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry Contest run every Wednesday through Friday at noon At the 93.7, the com contesting page. General, I'm trying to think. MVP of the NBA All-Star Game. I don't even know who it was. Where is the general going with the card of the week? You want to go first with your guess, City Limits? I'm going to say, was it Yager? Yager was last week, correct? Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to say Yager again. You just reminded me of that. And he stayed. He was at the game last night, too. He was. I'm going to say
5: Yager, General. Gentlemen, good morning. Thanks for having me. Great guests. We nailed Yager last week. All his Penguin talks make me want to shift gears. I'm going with Paul Skeens. Ooh, I like that. talking about the Buccos. I got a 2023 Bowman's Best Paul Skeens first card in a Pittsburgh Pirate uniform. Time to start talking about spring training.
2: I love that one. Uh, I was reading a couple of accounts of people watching him up close in spring training. And man, they say it's something to see. Something to see. So thank you, General. I like that one. You you optimistic this year?
5: um, Yeah, semi-optimistic. I think if Cruz is healthy, you add 30 homers to your lineup, that's a big deal. The other thing I think to watch is, you know, there's a new rule started two years ago that if you keep your first-round pick in the big leagues from opening day, you get a bonus first-round pick. Hmm. So I, I don't know that it's out of the possibility that Skeens would make it. I know it's swims upstream with what the Pirates typically would do because they'd rather have that seventh year of control. Yeah, But I'm wondering if maybe maybe if he shows himself in spring training, if it's a little different than it's been in years past.
2: Well, I wouldn't hold your breath on that one, but who knows? It could happen if he lights it well, up in spring training. He, if he lights it up in spring training, he should go north with the team.
5: Well, forget about that and just think about the new premise. would Is not getting an extra first round pick worth three months of a bonus three months of Paul Skeens?
2: I think it is, but there's also the distinct possibility that he needs more seasoning. Now oh, was, there's was, no doubt about that. Yeah. yeah but reading.
5: assuming it's remember Gregory Polanco hit four fifty in spring training and before this was a thing they sent him down as late they were want to do. But I'm just saying there's a new dynamic now. Maybe maybe we'll see Skeens a little sooner than we think. Thank you, General. You're welcome. Have a good week.
2: What a wonderful man he is, City Limits, huh?
5: He's fantastic.
3: You know the odd thing about Paul Skeens, for me, he's only thrown six innings in the minor leagues, just over six innings. Garrett Cole threw 200 before he came up.
2: 200 minor league innings? 200 minor
3: league innings. Paul Skeens has thrown six.
2: I'm going to check your facts six on that right third. now,
3: city limits. 200. 200 exactly in the minor leagues because he was drafted in 2011 and didn't come up until 2013.
2: I'm checking your facts on that right now. By the way, in uh, the city, made a big comeback yesterday. It was, on, it was basically a lifeline. Yesterday, we, we were either going to bury it or launch a new era of text in the city, and it went really well. So here's the instructions for you, the listener. As the show goes along today, you text us, 412-928-9370, the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. You put your name on there, and you have a take. Could be a short take, could be a long take. We aren't, we aren't accepting questions, and no anonymous texts. Somehow this has become complicated. I'm, I'm baffled by that. I truly am because there couldn't be an easier situation. I think city limits can handle this. At the end of the show, he's going to read the best texts of the day. For example, Roger from Pitcairn says the Pirates are going to win 94 games. Something like that. That's it. And then we judge it and comment on It, it may lead to a riveting conversation. I think this is pretty easy limits, if you ask me.
3: Yeah, I mean, now that we have a basis of what we're looking for producer-wise in terms of in the City, we got it covered.
2: And then as far as Cole goes, I want to be very careful and point out that you were wrong. He pitched 230.1 innings, according to the Baseball Cube.
3: Does that include rehab assignments and stuff like that?
2: Oh, don't try to equivocate here, city limits. You were wrong.
3: 2012-2013 combined, uh, 200 innings exactly, 132 <laughs> in 2012, 68 in 2013.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm um, go look at the baseball cube. Two hundred and thirty point one innings. But you were generally right. I'll have to admit that. He pitched a lot of innings. I mean a relative amount in, in the minors. I mean, he only made what? thirteen games at Bradenton right when they drafted him. Now he he came up and started pitching more than Skeens did right away, as I recall. Twelve games in Altoona. And 13 appearances in Indy. So it sounds like a lot, but really, he rocketed through the minors and was with the team by June within a year of his of his draft day, less than a year after he was drafted. He was drafted in 2011 and didn't come up until two
3: years later. So you're, Paul Skeens, you're talking about months.
2: You're right about that. Drafted in 2011. Okay, you're right about that one, city limits. You were very gentle in how you presented it, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. And I hope the rejoins work next hour, will they? They will. He's a very confident young man. I'm curious to see how you out there in Pittsburgh are going to react to the presence, the regular presence of city limits. He's very confident, very well-spoken, brings a younger voice, and I like him.
3: I think you have to be confident in this business. Yeah, you don't really get a seat
2: here if you're a wallflower, do you? Not at all. All right, coming up, let's talk quarterbacks. Let's talk about the little birdie that told Chad Cinco something. And then we'll talk about the latest name that has entered the, uh, at least the conversation. And, you know, you get so many Steeler people who want to shoot down every single thing. Okay, so what if Mason Rudolph doesn't come back? Are, are, are we allowed to talk about the possibilities? Like, why wouldn't Russell Wilson be a possibility? to get a guy who had 26 touchdowns, eight picks, beat several good teams, and would come here for nothing. Are we allowed to talk about it? Yes, we are. We will. And the other name that has surfaced.